G'day, Ads is brought to you by Collector's King. They are always for collectors. It's a brand new product they always sell at retail. They carry all the TCGs in addition to Pokemon. Their mission is to bring more people into their hobby and provide product at fair prices. Come join the collector army and start the hobby revolution. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Collectible Kings. That's collectible with a K for information on all their online product drops. And also by Gamers Move. Get your nerd on at GamersMove.com for all video game news, eSport news, podcasts, your lovely Pokedads, anything else your nerdy heart can think of at GamersMove.com. This week on Pokedads, I'm back. What's up, guys? Yo. Why is he here? Aww. You didn't miss me? I missed you guys. You were missed. I saw you like a couple days I, ago. I, don't, I, I need to see you every day. That's I, fair. In all fairness, I was like messaging you like all day today. All I got of all the messages, I got nice one time. Aaron didn't want to talk to me. That's all you need sometimes. Also, I was busy with life stuff. <laughs> uh, Find out on Pokemon. So this week we talk about Gengar Turbo V and how this fun meme <laughs> deck or people hating has now become a deck that everyone's playing. Uh, we also go over some... You know, non-TCG news from Unite to speedruns on Pokemon Pearl and Diamond, or Diamond and Pearl. That's the correct way of saying it. And we go over the incredible VMAX Climax and over its 100 secret rares that Drew cannot even contain his excitement. Drew, calm down. Calm down, Drew. No. It's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so uh, strap yourself in, get your Vileplume plush toy on your lap, and let's roll. Yeah. Pokedad Nation, welcome to another exciting episode of Pokedads, a Pokemon TCG. Pokemon TCG. It's, I've been out for two weeks. It's, it's, it's weird. I'm, I'm going to fumble it. I'm going to keep it. It's a good time. That's why we're called the Pokedads. But your number one place for news, deck analysis, new cards, maybe some tips from Drew because he's pretty good. Coming soon in 2022, Man. his Meta Talks. It's going to be a good time. Uh, hit us up anywhere on social media at Pokedads TCG. And if you guys want to say hi, hit us up with your polls. Or remember, the question of the week, hit us up on our text line at 815-782-0202. I'm your host, Pokedad Rick, and with me today is... Pokedad Aaron. Hey, Pokedad Intern Drew. What's up, you beautiful people? Thank you so much for uh, holding the fort last week. I appreciate you both immensely. No, you don't. You, that's exactly the opposite of what you said. When you're like, I, when you got the recording, she's like, fuck you both. That, that's true. <laughs> it's so true, everyone <laughs> listeners. It was so bad. It was so bad. It was a good time. It's nice to be around people who can pronounce things correctly. It, it is so nice. Oh, I can't tell you how how nice. You guys don't even have the balls to do it. You're just like, yeah. We don't. No, no. We don't need to do it. No. That's the difference. And then, like ten minutes later, you're mispronouncing a Pokemon. It's great. I love it. 
I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I, I never listened to it, it never happened. It's your word against ours right now. Yeah. And it's two to one. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You're wrong. It's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Drew, how are you doing, man? How was Thanksgiving? I got some Dr. Pepper in my beard. This is kind of gross. Okay. You mean 23 flavors. Yeah. yeah, 23 flavors of fun, and that's exactly where you need to keep it. Um, <laughs> Thanksgiving was great. It was small, just with my immediate family. It was good. Had some pie, ate way too much food. Uh, but then other than that, played a lot of Pokemon this week, and then I played my first D&D campaign uh, with my buddies from work. So, yeah, that was kind of cool. Very um, very busy week. <laughs> um, I want to jump into that for a little, like, two seconds. Uh, what would you end up being? What was your character? That's an important question. Oh my god, so so I'm a druid. Okay. And and we all started off at level zero, so I don't know squat, and this is my very first one. And uh, I'm like 20% human and 80% salamander, and I sweat nitroglycerin. So <laughs> at okay. one point that became an issue because they used me as a lantern and <laughs> just set me on fire so that we could illuminate an area to have <laughs> vision. Uh, what did you have to was... roll for damage? Was it? Oh yeah, I took tick damage every turn. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> and then I, I had to douse myself with my own acid spray to put my own fire out, and then I took poisoning. So it was <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good times. Very self-inflicting. Very reminiscent of who I am as a person, I suppose. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, it was a good time. We had so many laughs, and we absolutely bodied our campaign in one night because we roll nothing but critical rolls. <laughs> that's good, man. Uh, that's good. I'm, I'm happy you were able to finally experience that. It's a, a lot of fun. Yeah. Especially if you're playing for a longer period of time and, well, you don't drink, but drunk guys, try, after a while, it gets it gets kicked pretty bad because you're trying to tell someone, don't do it. We have a buddy named Jose who does mm-hmm. it anyway. And then we always <laughs> get upset. He's like, I got I this, don't- guys. <laughs> You don't got this. <laughs> you don't got this. And we're going to let you die. I'm just going to walk away. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that came yeah. up more than once. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I really thought that, like, my first, like, move or, like, trait, like, foraging and making medicine would be super useful. It is absolutely not when you go into combat. You're like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to go find rocks. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> See, guys, good luck to you. Let me know how it goes. I'll be back to bring, you know, take your courses back to town. I like it. Yeah, it never failed. Every time I was like, I'm going to forage. Rolls a four. All right, I found dust. <laughs> my, my favorite my favorite is um, our dungeon master. Would, you know, you get the chests, and you would try to roll to open the chest. And then he'll, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll sit down, he'll put his arms in front, and then he'll look at you with a very stern look, and you're like, do you want to open it? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, are, are you, you sure? sure? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then roll, and then fail. And you're like, oh. <laughs> I think my favorite story I have is because one of my friends, who was my first DM, is a very railroady DM. Like, you have to follow his paths and stuff like that. It was a zombie apocalypse, like 3.5 modern game. And at one point, we end up going into a, like high-rise apartments, but the first floor. And we end up in an apartment, and we're like, okay, we're going to stay here. And you start hearing pounding on the door. I'm like, okay, we're going to look out of the back. He's like, there's like a 10-foot drop out the back of the alley. I'm like, okay. I'm like, there's beds in here. We're going to grab the mattress and toss them down and stuff like that. He would not let us jump down because he wanted us to go up. So everything we tried was literally impossible to jump off the back of it. And then following that, we found a sniper rifle in a like locked case that we couldn't break the glass. 
Mm-hmm. So he's like, fine, you roll a D100, and I'll roll a D100. If we get the same number, you unlock it. <laughs> oh, my God. I unlocked it. <laughs> <laughs> what an absolute hit. <laughs> I was like, yes. I didn't even use the gun. It wasn't even for me. It was for someone else. But it was just two parties. I get rolled D100. I rolled a 63. And he goes, okay, you have to get a 63. I'm like, that's what I got. That's dope. <laughs> it's that's recorded dope. and everything. Um, and shut up. This isn't Dungeons and Daddies. This is yeah, Pokemon. We're done with D&D now. Yeah. Back to important. How's Back life, to Pokemon. guys? No. How is everybody's life doing? Aaron, how was your week? How was Turkey Day? How were things? Turkey Day was good. Um, just spent it with the wife, the kid, um, my mother-in-law and brother-in-law. Because everybody, the rest of my family has left the state, um, so it's it's fairly qu- holidays are fairly quiet now. It's really easy to figure out where we're going. Is it though? Uh, we had we had friends giving the week before, and that was chaotic. That was a lot of people. We had a good time. Not really. I just literally just drive to, to teas, and I'm there. <laughs> it's easy. My wife cooks some kind of delicious dessert. Everybody's excited about, it, and that's how it works. I love, <laughs> I love Finn just taking the the cookie part and just tossing it. He's just like. <laughs> I'm done. This is unimportant. <laughs> she made um, cheesecake bites on nice. like like the vanilla and chocolate like Oreo like mixed. I don't know what they're actually called. And we had chocolate ones. We had some more ones that didn't arrive, so I got to eat those myself. Yeah, he ate uh, a normal cheesecake. Yeah, yeah, normal cheesecake oh, ones. Yeah. Cheesecake with little bits of uh, ganache in them, uh, and like one other one. I don't remember what it was. It was delicious. So Thanksgiving was good. Uh, lots of food then, and then you know Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving. Uh, other than that, it's been. I had a D and D game on Sunday. I have another D and D game this Sunday because we're trying to you know balance for the holidays for all that type of jazz. So it's gonna be kind of busy here. Then we got you know C two E two coming up. Say what? What do we have coming up? D and D. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have D and D. On the bad side of things, um, my dad was di- or uh, has COVID. He Yeesh. got it. We're guessing on Thanksgiving. Um, he's having a real rough time right now. Um, as far as I know, he went to the doctor and everything's showing fine. He's on some medicine, but he says it's the sickest he's ever been. So he's vaccinated also, which I'm hoping helps everything with that. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully the next couple of days. Yeah, no, uh, he's, he's in, uh, my thoughts for sure. He's a tough guy yep. though. So <laughs> he's a Hope, stubborn hoping man. for, uh, <laughs> hoping for a speedy recovery for yep. sure. Yeah. That's dope, man. That's dope. Yep. Let's see. Uh, what happened? What happened? Oh yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving was great. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> uh, got my daughter a couple hours before we went to my future mother-in-law's house and ate a lot of food. Emma is finally walking, but it's more like Igor walking. So she's like, "Master, the pants." <laughs> so she's so she's just getting she's just lipping around. And by the, like the end of the weekend, she was complaining that her other leg was starting to hurt, and I was like, "Well, it's going to happen because yeah. you're putting all your pressure on the other leg." And she's like, "She's like, I think I broke it." And I'm like, "You're not broken. Get through it." Oh, I can't wait for the my legs hurt. I can't do work. I use that. I used to use that all the time whenever I didn't want to do anything. I'm like, my legs hurt. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was it was really good. Um, Shannon t- did a take two on her cheesecake. That went mm-hmm. a lot better than the Friendsgiving. The Friendsgiving nice. one was really good. It just didn't set long enough, so it, it looked got, weird. It looked yeah, like it was, del- it was tasty. It looked like diarrhea. I'm sorry, it did. <laughs> and I would, she, she's not in the room. You know that right now. <laughs> and and we go in there, and I had the slice, and but it was it was 
on par. It was so good, man. It had chocolate chips on the inside, chocolate chips on top, mm. and it, it was just superb. It just looked terrible. And it was like a peanut butter cheesecake, right? No, no, it was just chocolate yeah. chip. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then she made caramel apple for Thanksgiving, and then it went down perfect. She got it to to the tea. It set. She got the caramel on top, sliced apples. And uh, I almost ate the whole thing by myself, not in one day, but from the whole week. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, uh, I think um, I'm good on cheesecake for a while. <laughs> oh, that's what we had. We had Ainsley made uh, French silk brownies. So it was brownies and then French silk on top of it. Oh, there and you then, go. Then, then um, whipped cream. No, yes. Sick. Yes. On top of that, it was delicious. I had that for lunch today. But uh, overall, mm. yeah, fun <laughs> week at Emma for four days. That was really good. Uh, Aaron and I and uh, Pokedad Scott, we, we hung out with an old high school friend on Saturday who just came over to play games and played Pokemon. And he was a trooper. Uh, shout out to our buddy Mike. Oh, yeah. uh, he played three games and lost all three and still wants to learn how to play. So that worked out. Yeah, no mercy. No mercy. I show no mercy, just like my child. Like You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna win. You're going to earn it. <laughs> uh, Rick gave me his like first deck he ever played with. I'm like, or built. I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? I'm like looking through because I never, I, I never saw him. I don't, I, I don't even know if you played it first. But I'm like looking through. I'm like, I'm like shuffling my hand, looking at what I have as I'm allowed to look through my cards. I'm like, okay, I kind of understand what I'm doing here. <laughs> Poke- and I ended up winning because of it yeah. by po- luck. Pokedad listeners, uh, episode seven is a deck Aaron used. Uh, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have anything like current meta, so it was like bunch of old decks. So it was Picaram versus uh, ADP was his first deck, which was a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Uh, that was that was good. It came down to the wire because I kept stopping him yeah. from ultra ultra creating until like halfway through the Some game. Stupid hammers. Yeah. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> make sure the hammers are in there. For sure. Yeah, and then I had uh, it was it was good. It was really good to catch up and uh, just work is crazy. And us getting ready for C two E two, we're uh, a week away. So, yep. You're listening now. A week from tomorrow, um, we will be at C two E two. And next week is our official two-year anniversary of Pokédads, so that's mm-hmm. we're we're excited. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're our follow Patreon in our Discord group, well, we know we're having a special get dad over a hundred reviews on iTunes, where the person that gets the most reviews uh, gets a probably like a fifty dollar gift card or fifty dollars worth of Pokemon product from our sponsor, Collectible Kings. And uh, yeah, if you want to participate, you just got to become a Patreon member and two bucks a month gets you into the discard. So uh, come. Happy holidays, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. I wanted to up the ante for the listeners, too. Uh, I'm going to give out 100 digital uh, Fusion Strike packs on top of that for the most reviews because, you know, 100 reviews, 100 packs. Why not? Oh, this guy, this guy, he's so, he's so good. <laughs> um, and yeah, and outside of that, I would like to just take the two seconds before we jump into Say That Pokemon to uh, give what I was thankful for. Um, I did the whole editing process last week and I just, it just, by the time I was getting everything done, I just wanted to put it out there. But, uh, at first I want to just give it up to the Pokedads, uh, Pokedad Aaron and Pokedad Scott for, um, joining and helping me get this project off the ground. Uh, two almost two years later, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll have another speech for the two years, but you know, whatever. But Drew, I super super thankful also for uh, coming back to me super quick 
back in August asking if uh, he'd be interested in joining the pod. And uh, he responded with explanation points, which was super rad to see. Um, weren't sure if it was a yes or no, or if we just like detected us like sneak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I appreciate the, the fun and activity and the, that like missing part that you were able to fill in with um, Scott on hiatus with us. So uh, mm-hmm. thank you um, from the bottom of my heart. I also want to thank my fiance Shannon. What she what she puts up for the last two years is incredible. Um, she she's positive about it most of the time. So she <laughs> so it's 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 very good. Um, I'm thankful for my my kids, of course, especially my little one and and Emma able to finally start walking and power through this. It's been a it's been a rough year for her, but hopefully things will get better. And. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful for Pokemon where it's at right now. We're we're about to finish 2022, and we're going to finally be able to have events and regionals, and hopefully we'll see Drew in person and Pokedad Adam and all the people, like the friends we've made for the past two years, to actually be in front of them. I, I look forward to that. So uh, thank you again. And also... This wasn't part of it from last week, but I'm going to say now, thank you for all the love on the Spotify rap uh, yesterday on December 1st. All all the listeners, all, all this, the love we were getting on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, thank you. Uh, we were over 204% growth from last year. That's fucking insane. Uh, from the bottom of my heart and the rest of the Pokedance. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, listeners. That's, that's awesome. I love you. <laughs> All right. Well, um, well, let's stop being a little sappy and let's get into the lovely Say That Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? It's Pikachu! It's Clefairy! Fuck! All right. Are you ready? I'm prepared for this super complicated. There's no way you can get it because it's a grass Pokemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a Gen 1 classic, uh, Tangela. So, or no, so, sorry, uh, it's Tangela. Right? It's Tangella? Yeah. Come on, man. Um, so, yeah. So, a, a grass connoisseur say it's Tangella. Uh, perfect. Perfect. Yes. So, basic Pokemon have been around since the very first base set. And uh, since Pokemon's been around for 25 years, there's been 23 cards. And the last one we got was from Cosmic Eclipse, which is not in, you know, we don't have it in rotation. And Aaron, what does that bad boy do? Yep, so uh, Tangela. It has the 70 HP grass Pokemon. It has the attack called Toxic for one grass energy. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now poisoned. Put two damage counters instead of one on that Pokemon between turns. Weak to fire. It also has a two retreat cost. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's that's great. And, uh, of course, a first edition Tangela from a PSA Mint tent rages from a couple few uh, prices. Drew, by chance, do you have that up? What are what are some fun prices of the Tangela? Was the uh, the most recent uh, nineteen ninety nine uh, Tangela sold for uh, one hundred thirty seven fifty Gen Mint ten Gen Mint ten, and that's down because I think the highest was like one hundred and ninety something dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was sold. At one point for 193, but it was most recently purchased at 137. So, Pokedad Nation is here to bring that price back up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's gone. 
um, Tangela's evolution came in silver and gold, or was that later? Does anyone know at the top mm, of their head some trivia? No, so I think Tangrowth actually came out in Gen Four. Okay. Yeah. yeah I don't know exactly when they came out. Sweet. Yep. That's when Magmortar and all the other fun guys came out too. Okay. That makes that makes sense. That's dope, and I'm glad that Tangela in the future was able to involve you know such a I'm sorry goofy ass looking Pokemon. So yeah, just looks like a little ball of spaghetti. Yeah. All right, sweet. Well, uh, we'll move into the news, and we'll we'll keep it at the uh, the fourth generation where some person just beat Diamond and Pearl, and it was like twenty three minutes. Yeah, absolutely insane. Yep. <laughs> like, uh, I I understand. You ever watch any of those videos where like the the like the creators of the game watch someone beat their hard earned like their yeah. like and they're like god damn that's so smart like what what do they do with Pokemon like I'm gonna grab this Pokemon it's gonna defeat all the gyms and I'm just gonna go like that basically how it looked <laughs> yep yeah so uh, kudos kudos to you so that's pretty pretty dope keeping it in a video game format uh, Unite is getting another grass Pokemon to join that ever becoming blossom roster and unite and Aaron, who is it? I don't have that open, so I don't know. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Maybe a Serena. Yes. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> so are you excited? That was good, man. You pulled it off. I'm super happy. For no, I, I closed out on X. I X out of something. That I'm not sure what I X out of. We'll find out later on Pokedex. <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't Audacity. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was a Chrome tab. Oh, you know what? I can just reopen a Chrome tab. I'm smart. Ha ha! IT guy. All right, continue. <laughs> so, um, not much. I, you know, I just brought it up due to the fact there's another grass Pokemon adding the roster. I sadly have kind of... I haven't played it in forever. It's on my phone, taking a lot of space on my phone, uh, which I will delete once Pokemon TCG Live no, drops. You won't. No, <laughs> you will delete your videos of like your child's first steps or something like that instead. No, you know priorities, sir. I can still play it on the Switch, so that's that's fine. That's where it's at. Right. So, um, but yeah, looking forward to live. But oh, that reminds me, I I did break down. We saw a commercial on T-Mobile on Thanksgiving. Um, I've had the, yeah. the iPhone 10X or SR whatever for like over three years. So yep. mm-hmm. I was like. Seen the commercial, they're like, oh, new and old customers will get a free iPhone 13 Pro on us. And we'll also add free AirPods Gen 2 and then Apple TV for a year. Then I looked at Shannon, I was like, can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> you, keep, you just keep them for two years, I believe is what it is. Um, and, um, well, see, it, I could, but what I did instead, because I, I physically owned the phone. Uh, right. I wasn't leased or anything like that. So uh, they bought my old phone for $800 and then I used it towards mm-hmm. that phone and then um, and then the AirPods and stuff. And I said I was going to get it like after Christmas, but it, it was mailed today. So yeah. nice. my wife's phone comes in the mail within the next eight days. Nice. She's getting she's getting the um, Note 20 Ultra 5G. So. Yeah, that was the one thing I bought for myself on uh, nice. Black Friday, so that was a lot of fun. I bought nothing. That's unusual. Merry Christmas. 
at all. Aaron usually buys me uh, Supernatural DVD sets, but it's over. So It's over? Yeah. It's game over, man. Yeah. Game over. But that's crazy. Well, 15 years that we've been doing this, and then it's done. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just the tradition ends. Yeah. Something else. Something, we'll just start mm. something else. But... Um, but yeah, so speedruns unite uh, to, to remind everyone today or tomorrow, whatever, uh, the awesome alternate arts of Jolteon, Vaporeon, and Flareon drop today. So make sure you uh, hit GameStop, Target, Walmart, uh, try to grab a box because they're dope. You get the Alt Art V and the Alt Art V Max. So. It's dope. Absolutely insane. Yeah. That's so sick. <laughs> so we, we got that just before the holidays. And I think that's the last thing before Christmas that drops for Pokemon. So Yeah, there was the, the Urshifu League battle decks that are hitting most shops last week and being distributed to Big Box this week. Oh, okay, that's good. And those are dope. If uh, you're looking to play single and rapid strike, uh, both of them give you a really good heads up. Um, building those decks uh, single strikes just missing umbreons which mm-hmm. is it you need those you're you just need them. they're expensive but you need those <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> a different episode of pokey dance <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right uh, before we take a break uh there's two main things that come up there are some new cards that they revealed for the 100 decks and the complete list of the v max climax dads uh which one would you talk about first I'm sorry, did you say some cards? There are so many fucking cards that came out in that A couple set. cards. This is absolutely nuts how many freaking secret rares are going to be in this in this set overseas. I have no idea how they're going to apply this in our neck of the woods, but man. Okay, so the 100 cards first. They announced three new V cards. <laughs> um, Aaron, what are those three V cards that they announced? You got this. I do. I don't know which one we're opening up because we only go to the website now. I'm because I see two V cards. I don't see one with three V cards, so I don't know what you're talking about. I thought they revealed. All right, the one with the cat and then the one with the dragon. Choose that one. It's Trampa yeah. V and Raikou yeah. V. Yeah. So yeah, there's only two, which is why you fucked me uh, over. I thought there were so, three. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Team no. Yell. Team Yell's cheer oh, is the last card. My bad. So yeah, Drampa V. <laughs> well, there's the uh, the more Pekka too, I suppose. But no, right, that's, that's, fine. that's that's it. That's different. No, I dropped it. And I dropped. It. I apologize. Team <laughs> Yell's cheer, which is why I had no idea what I'm was sorry. going on. This is all clearly not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I really said I'm sorry. Just go. I'm like, where am I? I'm scanning. I'm scanning. <laughs> Damn it! I remember when he used to just give me the articles with direct link, guys. He's he's slacking off. He he wasn't here last week. Now we're just getting directly to just the website and not to direct to articles. It's game over, guys. <laughs> Two years. Game over, man. Game over, game man. Over. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to read over the cards? I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Um, we'll talk about them. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Oh, my goodness. All right. Drampa V is a colorless 210 HP basic Pokemon. It has the attack. It's for one color. It's called Spike Draw. 20 damage. Draw two cards, which is kind of nice. At least you get 20 damage out of it. Uh, then you have the attack Dragon Pulse for three colorless. does 160 damage, and you discard the top two cards of your deck. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. Pre release format's going to be huge with this guy. <laughs> Deal 20 damage, draw two cards. Oh, yeah. Perm into it. 
I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. You're gonna see this in the the Char, the Leon Charizard deck. Obviously, so you can discard even more cards. It's genius. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I thought. Uh, Aha. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, it is weird. He's not a dragon because he's a dragon. Yeah, but he's not. He, a dragon. he really is just a dragon. I, but he's so. a dragon. But he's not dragon. Yeah. Well, sometimes dragons can still be colorless. It's okay. His his. You're not. You're not wrong. I just thought we were getting away from that. It's true. Yeah, but maybe the Pokemon has a crazy idea for a colorless. Um, I'm gonna do damage and discard two cards in my deck. So we'll see what happens. Special Fair energies enough. for the win, baby. Fair enough. Uh, you guys want me to talk about Raikou V? Go for it. Alrighty, so Raikou V. Very exciting. Uh, lightning Pokemon, 200 HP. Uh, ability Fleet-Footed. What is this? This is a Suicune? Uh, and it does, for one lightning and one colorless, Lightning Rondo. Uh, 20 damage. This attack does 20 more damage for each bench Pokemon. Uh, both yours and your opponent's. It's it's Suicune. It's Suicune. Uh, weakness, fighting, and uh, retreat cost of one, which is pretty neat. Uh, this card is sick. If Entei gets the same exact representation with the fleet-footed drawing ability as well as the 20 plus 20 for every bench Pokemon, that's going to be a deck within itself. Just swing for three different weaknesses, play Aurora Energy, that's use true. the Melanie Engine to draw into it, and discard for your Force Retreat, use Cape of Toughness. It's absolutely insane. We've needed a a small lightning attacker like this to body things that have been, you know, watery for so long. <laughs> and uh, we got it back. So this is a sick card. And plus it's a, it's just a sick art card. Reku's dope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So do you think we're going to get the other... Oh, no, we got one Caterite. So do you think um, um, NT is showing up soon? Or Entai? Oh god! I, it, Pokedex it better. That's my, fa- that's my favorite of the three dogs, and and if it doesn't get the same representation, I'm I'm coming for you, TPCI. Yeah, but they're cats. But it's cool. <laughs> they're dogs. <laughs> they're cats. This one looks like a cat, but they're dogs. <laughs> Suicune's a dog. Raikou's is the dog with big teeth. Ante's a dog. Uh, yeah. all right. To agree to disagree, but it's all good. <laughs> uh, team Team Yells Cheer says a support card. Uh, shuffle up to three any combination Pokemon supporter cards, except Team Yell Cheer from your Driscoll pile into your deck. You may only play one supporter per turn. Uh, that's cool. The, able to grab Pokemon and a supporter up to three cards? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, my brain, I don't know what I would use it for currently. That's my Pokemon skills right there. Nothing. Nothing right now. Uh, I mean, it's it, going to be a control monster. Yeah. yeah. I, I can definitely see that for sure. It's, you know, because I was thinking, like, you have Ordinary Rod for Pokemon Energy. You have Energy Recycler if you want to just do just straight Energy. There's nothing really specifically to get a supporter back other than, like, an Eldegoss or something like that right now. So this avoids you having to fill your bench for those types of decks like you said, like kinda of like those control decks where you can just need to grab something back. It's not as big of a deal if you miss a turn of using a supporter that's more needed. And grabbing back those Pokemon that have been, you know, killed off by your opponents. So I can see it. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty exciting. That's pretty exciting. Like 
like if your first hands ever had like all of your boss's orders and yes. two of your Marnies, and you're but, like, okay, well, I have a, a yell cheer in my deck, so goodbye, resources. I will find you again <laughs> later. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, going back to the uh, legendary cats, uh, it's a lion, <laughs> tiger, and leopard. Um, officially from Mini Sioto, creator creator of the legendary beasts that are all based off cats. So I literally just googled just... Pokemon legendary dogs, and it says Raikou, Entei, and Suicune. It's... So, uh... but here it is. <laughs> Clearly, uh. you're wrong. Clearly, you have the, the person who made them has no idea what they're talking about. Oh, no, not a, yeah, not a... I. I fit that that's very uh, graphic design is my passion of you to pull up something <laughs> that was made on paint very clearly. So. <laughs> clearly he's it's the it's one who actually made it. Yeah. He's sitting there making it on word. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's talk about the this huge VMAX climax set. Um, it's insane, right, guys? Like it's insane. Obnoxious. Um, clearly this is going to take place in like a whole next year for us. Like Japan gets it in one day. We're, we're going to wait a whole year. It's, yep. is it just shy of a hundred or is it a, over a hundred of secret rares? Uh, I want to say it was literally just over a hundred. Yeah. I think it's one one on the nose. So, yeah. So one one we will be getting 30 of them in brilliant star. So that leaves 71. Wow coming in some form of other sets, uh, promos, um, maybe league cards, maybe since that's coming back. Maybe. I don't, I don't know, but let's just talk about a few like cricket tune. The art for cricket tune is insane. I love it so much. It is that. very pretty. I do really like it too. It's very cute. It's just cricket tune out in the middle of the okay, a tall grass with bug catcher trainer right behind her. It's. I'm like, mm-hmm. Aaron. That's cool. I almost messaged Aaron. I was like, it's kind of silly that we didn't get a Rillaboom, like you know, with volt, voltage beat. But then I'm like, oh, you right. wouldn't you wouldn't use it anyway because you you play the gold cards. <laughs> so, right. I mean, that's a tough one because these are so pretty too as well. Yeah. Fair. Um, but ones that stand out to me that the goddess is um, Malamar Rapid Strike. That's insane. Uh, but. How cool is that where you just have this normal uh, ink down and then you uh, just place this super beautiful hollow right on top of it. That is like I, I flexed it. Um, <laughs> it's weird that the Dene got one for Mad Party. Um, it's, not, it's not the Mad Party. Oh, one. it's not the Mad Party one. No, it's not. I actually do not know which one it is, if I'm being completely honest. Okay. So, but I know it's not Mad Party because it would have a double colorless attack. That makes sense. I just was like, oh, that had to be. That's the only one I knew that was any. Because what Pokemon did very well for all these secret rare cards are like all playable cards, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so sick. So, uh, what about you? I I know if people follow you on Instagram, uh, you had a, a section of cards that you really enjoy. But uh, for our listeners, what what are you looking forward to? Oh man, I, I mean, if I haven't already talked about it, it's uh, it's Duraludon for sure. That artwork is just so sick. Uh, Do you like the gold one too? I don't mind the gold one, but I I really really just like this character rare with uh, with good old Raihan just chilling on top of it. Looks like they're over the 
like the New York skyline because this does not look like Galler from the top of it. Oh, for sure. And they're in Tokyo, and, and it, <laughs> possibly. Uh, just there's just one building that kind of looks like the the Empire State, so that's the only reason I would assume it's that. But like he's got his little Rodom phone up there, so obviously he's documenting how cool he is on top of his VMAX Duraludon. Uh and, and it's designed by Akira, who has done uh Blaziken VMAX, the um the what is it, the stamped promo of Inteleon rapid sh- uh, quick shooting. And the, the the art's just sick. Like I, I if everything fell into place, they knew that I needed him to do the art for this card. <laughs> uh, other than that, I really like Corviknight Vmax. The red highlight on the Pokemon itself is going to be so pretty. And uh, another thing I wanted to point out is Piers has a Dusk Ball on his card. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> and Nessa has a Dive Ball on her card. So you're saying? And if there's yeah. If there's anything we've learned about the previous full art trainers, is if the ball is there, then there's a good chance we uh, we might get a reprint or a, or a ball uh, because of the uh, the presence of it on a card. So that's exciting. Things to look forward to. Yeah, uh, well, t- hey, that's dope. Uh, Aaron, have you had a chance to look at much of them at all? Or I mean, I've looked at some, and there's I mean, there's some real good looking ones. Um... I think the big thing I look at, though, as I find funny, is there's literally one card out of every single one of these that I'll actually play. Like, maybe two of account peers. Well, there's but, boss, and there's research. And... I, honestly, <laughs> I don't like that Lysander card. Uh, I, I don't like his art. I think it's What do you got against gingers, man? Nothing. Yeah, that's definitely that's it. I, I I'm it. with I you. I'm with you. I would still play boss's <laughs> orders full art over Lysander's full art. Um, it looks like he's like doing opera. Hand in the air, <laughs> mouth wide open. He is definitely singing opera right now. Jupiter, Jupiter. Ju- I always say it wrong. God did. Juniper. Jup- Juniper. Jupiter. Jupiter. Juniper. Juniper. Say that, Professor. Juniper. <laughs> uh, Juniper. Um, her art is really great, so I'm, I'm glad that she's getting a uh, full art. So that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Even though I will use Professor Oaks until those rotate. Um, I, I'm in the same boat, Aaron. Like a lot of these are cool. Uh, Octillery is really cool, though, for Rapid Strike. So that's that's a lot of fun. So yeah. I see that. Um, I really do, though. Like it's blue with. Jolteon, Flareon, and Vulporeon. That that was a really dope. Or is that green? No, green's a chick, right? So that was blue. Well, either way, it's Gary. I I know it's Gary, but good old Gary. <laughs> um, and then and then red again is in another card with Pikachu V, which is fantastic. And then the Pikachu yes. V Max with red is insane. Like I don't like to collect a lot of Pikachu cards, but I definitely need those two. That they're just. They're insane. Leon with Charizard, I might skip because of his salad fingers. I, I just want to. The artist, I, like I forgot spoons. who did it, but he's like, I'm going to make this really fun piece of Charizard having a good time with Leon, and then I'm going to forget how to draw hands. That's what happened, and it's so. It sucks. It sucks so bad, you know. Ah, but it, it's really cool. Like our our friend Sam, uh, who was on us with one of our episodes, uh, she's a big Cinescorch fan. So the, those yeah. two arts with the Cinescorch and Cinescorch V Max is really dope. 
Rose with Eternatus is fantastic. I'm happy for Zoro Dad because he'll have some more bling that I guess Eternus needs, even though there's plenty of bling for that set. But it also just depends if that if Eternus can ever be relevant again. But how do you feel about the the Bolton uh, V? Oh, it's it's fine. I I really like it. He's very puppyish. Yeah, I really enjoy that it's Rebel Clash. So that's pretty dope. So it's the the attack where it does um, thirty more damage for every energy over the the one that just came out in Fusion Strike. So uh, that that's that's pretty pretty dope. I I just like the Bolton full art card is like my favorite card. It's just it's beautiful. The colors really pop. I I really enjoy it. And then I just burn every shiny version of it because it's bland. <laughs> so. Um, and then one, one more I wanted to kind of mention sure. is just how pretty the Ice Rider V with Peony kind of staring over the the mountaintops is so sick. And it's by our boy Arita. Okay. So you knew he was going to go hard with this one, but he didn't have to go this hard. Like that card is so pretty. It's unreal. Like I'll never play it, but it's so pretty. I still need Arita's Batman card. Like that's on my list. I really need it just to, to collect. Um, speaking of Arita, he did tweet like yesterday or two days ago to remind everybody that he pretty much did all the tag team GX cards art and all the promotional stuff. Um, people, I I think he was just you know, just to make sure everyone knows like his hard work he put into it to like promote himself because outside of Pokemon, which he doesn't make a lot of money from he he's still a freelance artist and i thought that was really cool because he does incredible work 20 20 plus years later the dude's incredible insane he needs to be riding in a fancy car in a big house that's that's what he needs so so buy these ice riders or else (laughs) (laughs) um yeah outside of that i really like the whole hop with zamazenta and zashin um, I th- I thought they did really good. You really feel like even all these cards are drawn like your Rehan and and Red, and you just get this feel that these trainers care about the Pokemon that they're with, which I find that's what is really intriguing about all these cards. I just hope we get these cards before rotation because a lot of these cards are yeah. gonna miss rotation. <laughs> You're gonna be like, well, that was that, that was fun. <laughs> that's going to be another discussion for another podcast. <laughs> But yeah, uh, can't wait. I can't wait for the whatever we're decided to say it's a T- TPCI is going to do for the 100 decks because we need our Ultra Ball, right? Like, when are we going to get our mm-hmm. Ultra Ball? I think we get it in Brilliant Stars. You think so? I think so. I think because I think Brilliant Stars will be our first F stamped set. Okay. And it will contain some E and D stamped cards if it comes with these amazing rares or character rares. But I think that Ultra Ball will be in a block by itself. That way, when we go into our um, exclusive sets where they say, like, oh, yeah, D and F and Z are going to be standard for this world or whatever, then you'll be able to use Ultra Ball, but you won't be able to use things like Level Ball. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, All right. Well, uh, we're going to – oh, before I say it, are we guys good? You got anything else to say? Nah, I'm chilling. No, I'm good. All right. All right. We'll uh, we'll be right back, guys. We'll take a quick break. And um, if you're listening, uh, Aaron's going to pick the song of the week. Aaron, what are we listening to? Oh, God, there's pressure. I love it. See? 
See what I was talking about earlier, where he doesn't give us the articles, doesn't, you know, show up for episodes, and now he's putting me on the spot to pick a song. Oh, shit, what the fuck was I listening to? Let's pull up what I have on. You know what? I have no use for a name, Pride. Pride? Okay. Do you use Spotify at all? Fuck no. God, 2021, it still don't use the best service out there. That's crazy, man. (laughs) I listen to music like, maybe in my car. (laughs) And that's it. That's, I never listen to music. That's crazy. I, um, <laughs> um, real quick before we we'll go on break, uh, Pugat Scott and then a couple of our friends. Uh, every year we we go over like everyone's like, like your time and stuff like that. Now usually I always beat them by a, like a far margin, but I usually within the hundred hundred thousand minutes of the year. But I was a little low this year uh, because I I got into more podcasts. So I listen to podcasts on like iTunes too, Spotify, like yeah. all this. And I, I still felt pretty good. And then our buddy Roscoe later in that day shows me his. He had 147,000 minutes listened to compared to my 78,000. And I was like, bro. Rookie numbers. And I was like, what? And he's like, you know, and it's true. He wakes up, turns on Spotify, has it on all day at work. He comes home, he streams, plays games with his girlfriend with Spotify on the background. He's like, it's, it's never off. It's literally never off. And I was like, that, you got a good point, man. So kudos, kudos. But anyways, yeah, we'll, we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're listening to No Use for Your Name, Pride. So. Whatever's gotten into our sweet little Eddie? Oh, it's nothing, dear. It's probably just another one of those adolescent cycles. <laughs> I believe a child psychiatrist would refer to it as the punk phase. I see you clinging, stereotyping.
Back, welcome back, dads, and welcome back, chat. We'll we'll see we see you there. We see you there, our listeners, right now on the pod. I also love you, yeah, of course, so much. <laughs> so um, we got we got two topics we want to talk about be, um, before we leave today. Uh, one is the the emergence of Gengar, the Mister Meme deck, where everyone was like, Gengar is terrible, don't play it. To uh, Gengar is amazing, you should play it because it can one beat the best deck in the format right now and pretty much compete almost everything else, you know? So it's, it's a lot of fun. It'll be interesting to see where this deck goes, where other people start planning to play this deck and try to prepare for it. And uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of the meta before we leave and how uh, Twitter has been talking about. Maybe it's a little stale because of how powerful Mew is, but it seems even because of everyone talking about it on Twitter this past week, uh, I feel like the meta is really healthy. I, I personally do. Um, there's a lot of things we could play. There's things to get better and find more ways to defeat Mew. So, well, uh, without further ado, we're going to talk about Gengar Turbo deck um, by Azul GG, and uh, you know it's Gengar. And Aaron, what does Gengar V and Gengar V Max do? Sure. So Gengar V is a 210 HP Dark Pokemon. It has two attacks. First attack for two Dark Energy called Dark Slumber, deals 40 damage, and your opponent's active Pokemon is now asleep. Boom! Uh, mm. Then we have Pain Explosion for 3 Dark Energy for 190 damage, and you put 3 damage counters on this Pokemon, so on Gengar. It's weak to fighting, 2 retreat cost. Then we have Gengar V Max, 320 HP Dark Pokemon. It has the attack Fear and Panic for 2 Dark. Does 60 times damage. Insect does 60 damage for each of your opponent's Pokemon V and Pokemon GX in play. And then second attack is G-Max Swallow-Up. It's three dark energy for 250 damage. During your next turn, this Pokemon can't attack. And it has a three retreat cost. And uh, what kind of strike are they? They are single strike. Yeah, I guess that's an important thing to make note of. Um Dope. Uh, two things that caught uh, always caught my eye. I'm surprised on Gengar V for the first attack that you know puts your opponent to sleep. I'm honestly surprised the second attack doesn't do more damage if your opponent Pokemon is asleep. Like I, I always feel like there's always that like universal thing on those kind of ghost Pokemon and uh, dark Pokemon in general. Um, so I find that surprising. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then the. Gengar V Max. I totally forgot it said GX too. Like we're we're way off of. I guess in Japan they had GXs still with this card. Yeah, when these decks released, both uh, Inteleon and wow. Gengar GX was still in the format. Yeah. So which was um, this kind of cool? So when it comes down to stuff in the later for expanded that are able to use yep. this for GX and V is uh, kind of cool. Kind of cool. I agree. Um. So, Aaron, well, what's in this Gengar Turbo deck? So, the Gengar Turbo deck. I'm Maybe actually the white just... background. Boom. Boom. I don't have a white background one. It's the very first Gengar one. There, I got okay. it. Ah! You figured it out. Man, I have too many tabs open. <laughs> Aaron saves so, this podcast for being nothing. So, <laughs> You're all welcome. 
It is literally my job. So it runs this the Gengar Turbo runs two Crobat V's, four a four line of Gengar V and V Max, a four line of Houndor and Houndoom, three bosses. And that's it. Four that's evolution. all your Pokemon. <laughs> that's it. That's all you run. I mean, I'll be fair. That's one, two, three, four, five, six. That's ten Pokemon that can be pulled on the first turn. That's not bad. But that's all you run. That's it. Nothing else special. You don't need it because it's too good. All right. Then we have the four evolutions incense, the four great balls, four Marnies, four professor researches, four quick balls, three switches, four tower of darknesses, three urns of vitality, one vitality band, four hiding energy, and four single strike energy. And that is it. Yeah. Low, also low energy count. Uh, you do play mm-hmm. uh, three urns to get back energy, which is pretty good. Um, I mean, I feel like that really adds, you can almost effectively count that as an extra three energy at a minimum uh, to it effectively. Yeah, no. I know you can get two back, but you're not, you not always get two back. So let's go with the average. Okay, that's 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 pretty good. Um, one, of, one of my favorite things, let's uh, talk about uh, Azul bring, brings it up. It's with the Pokemon count being so low, it, it frees up. You don't see Crobat much right now, like at all, right? It's all it's all lizard, lizard, lizard. Get what you need when oh, you want it, and so we're getting this Pokemon that's out there that has an ability where you know Path is breathing live everything in this deck that Drew's super thankful last week for, and able to write uh, Dark Tower is the counter to that, so they're able to put down Dark Towers to get rid of Path, and then able to run the Crobat. And going back to the Crobat real quick, what was really interesting, as Zul brought up, was uh, originally he really liked having three Crobats in the deck. Um, instead of having a 4-4 line of Gengar, you would have a 4-3 line, because you really just need two Gengar VMAXs at, at some point on your benches. Mm-hmm. But he, you're running in too much of uh, starting the game with a crowbat and that uh, you don't want that you're like you don't want even back in the heyday with the Dene and crowbats you're not you don't want to start with this pokemon which i end up doing against mike and it was terrible it was so terrible <laughs> <laughs> oh it's always the worst um what, what's what's cool too is um because it was um rotation pass so like lysander's lab was still in the adp deck so all tool cards didn't couldn't work so even though there were no bosses orders in there, uh, so my my air balloons were useless. And, uh, I was like, I was like, my god! And I and I just tossed <laughs> Marshadow like nothing. And I just was like, I don't need him for this round. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so th- that's why he dropped that out of the other Gengar, and it's it's just it's great where it, when it comes to the bed space because you just need to get the two Hound Dooms out there. You can grab your single strike energy, and you have two. The two Gengar V Maxes, and then you have two spots available for the Crobats. And then if you were able to have a third Crobat, because eventually, if it's mid to late game, you probably already lost a Gengar. Um, you would have additional bench space late in game to play that third Crobat if possible. So, mm-hmm. um, what makes this deck like Turbo is like it just you get what you want quick and fast, and you're trying to attack uh, Gengar. With his ability, not his ability, but with his main attack with GX and V, is why it's also the Mew killer right now. But also because it's his weakness. Like, it's, it's of course, you know, it's like, oh, I don't have to wor- yeah. worry about it. But the addition of the old school Sword and Shield Vent, Ventinit, what's the band called again? Vitality Ventin- Band. 
yeah. Vitality Band. Vitality. I was like, what song like, What song band are we yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, right? Vitality Band. Bringing up the additional <laughs> plus 10 um, fixes the math in this deck. Like, fucking, it's, it's incredible because, you know, you're used to quick shooting Italian, which we'll, we'll get into another way of playing that deck with it. Um, it really helps this deck roll it's it's insane i and i i haven't played it personally but i really want to i'm definitely gonna try to build it this weekend and see hey see how things go um and drew drew has like all these other ideas that it's, it's just fun it just seems like a really fun deck and then for our listeners like we said a couple weeks ago when we were talking about rillaboom and um what was the deck before oh the mew the mew, mew fusion strike um this is mm-hmm. more uh easier to play like intermediate level for sure for sure so uh yeah uh drew what do you guys say about it oh i like uh how consistent it is runs a four count of just about everything in the deck uh when you're playing something that isn't spined on inteleon and you can't just go pick and choose the things that you want it's necessary to have multiple counts of things like this uh right off the bat you take a hard auto loss to Duraludon, and you get to say nothing about it. Uh, I think at least at That's least true. three basic energy would be super necessary in here, but I understand if it's turbo, you're trying to get set up before Duraludon gets set up and stuff like that. I know this silly single strike B drill is very common in here, and you put yourself very susceptible to this. <clears throat> and if Mahone plays it, that means everybody else plays it. So. Um, <laughs> It seems what? fun, but I think that it would be an issue <laughs> if you don't have any basic energy. The counter of the counter. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to bring counter. it up to um, what was exciting when we we're going through other decks. What makes this deck competitive because it's not just beating Mew. It's competitive pretty much like a lot of decks that are in the format mm-hmm. outside of Doraladon. I was going to say that flat out. I was like, if you're only playing special energy, but again, it's a... Not, not one deck can beat everything. Like that's the whole purpose of Pokemon, right? Right. And right. Um, it still takes a a really hard loss to like uh, Urshifu, uh, Rapid Strike Urshifu, mm-hmm. like hand, hands yes. down. Um, single Strike. It, it really depends if you're going first or second. If uh, if you're able to go first, you're able to build, and you can do some damage to uh single striker shifu and then go after umbreons and stuff like that but mm-hmm. um you have a better shot at single strike than you do with rapid strike rapid strike is a hard just just no no bueno so i feel like going first against a i mean i really feel like versus our shifu it's a it's a struggle because if you go first they have the potential to to one shot your gengar v before you make it a v max by doing just a retreat and switch out and put your shifu out and just punch well okay yeah that's it but that's like the perfect situation you're like the perfect i'm gonna knock this pokemon out but i'm pretty that's that's what i would aim for yeah but if you're playing a deck uh i I just wanted to put in there when i was playing sylveon box in a tournament uh a minute ago with uh on stream it i played vitality band in that deck as well because Mm-hmm. 320, unfortunately, does not get one-hit KO by Gale Thrust by Urshifu. With a Vitality Band, it does one-hit KO um, your Gengar VMAX because that turns it into 360. and Or not 360, a 160, which turns into 320. So it's it's funny how the counter to this deck, as well as this deck, brought out the use of Vitality Band. <laughs> that is funny. 
That, that is the best, right? When people are you're dusting off old cards and you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot this was in Sword and Shield. <laughs> also, maybe help. Yeah. Also, probably helps that all the ETBs that are out in the world right now. So you're opening up, you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about this card. <laughs> now I need it in gold. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, I'll throw up with me. It's, it's kind of like this is more meta talk than it is the deck talk on it. Is It's kind of nice that we kind of have a uh, almost a triangle of like rock, paper, scissors right now going on where you have the Mew that beats the Urshifu, you have the Gengar that beats the Mew, and then you have the Urshifu that beats the Gengar. Yes. And then you have Jolteon taking a tournament again, so it's a good time. Then there, then there's Jolteon off on the side that no one talks about with its <laughs> lower 10 HP. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, it's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, but no, yeah, it, it's it's good. Uh, Drew brought up a really good point before we jumped on. It's very interesting to see a, a set bring out the, like the main deck and also have its weakness in the same set. So, um, mm-hmm. you think about like Vivid Voltage, and w- when we got Vivid Voltage, you know, you're looking at Pikachu and all this stuff, and even oh, I guess it would be Colossal. Colossal was supposed to be the big, <laughs> was supposed to be the big, the big Macho Man, but uh, it's still the best expanded deck right oh, now. Oh so. man, is it? That's great. It's Dragonite. It's no. not. No, it's it's Colossal and Dragonite. Every week they rotate. Go on Justin Bezos oh. right now. I'll show you. That, okay, that's funny. I, I do. I. <laughs> I'm gonna show it. So, um, but yeah, or you go to Eternatus, you know, back from Darkness Ablaze, and then his weakness was, oh, okay, there's a Colossal was supposed to be the the big guy knocking out the Dark One, but end up that Vivid Voltage kind of sucked as a set, and our meta was stale for over six months. So, <laughs> yeah. So we haven't actually really gone over, like we've talked about the deck and what's in it. We haven't actually gone over kind of how it's played. At all in, in this sense, I feel it'll be interesting to say how this one's played versus the other ones we're going to be talking about. Sure. Um, if Drew, if you wanted to kind of go over this one and how you run it and what you. Oh, uh, so if I was to play Turbo, uh, I would expedite getting yes. anywhere between two to three of the Houndour out in your first turn, as well as one Gengar. I would reserve an empty bench space for a next turn Crobat. So depending on how many dogs I could get down, I would limit myself back. There's no point in getting two Gengar Vs set up in your first turn. Uh, They don't play the VIP pass in this list to help you get that that turn one set up. But definitely two dogs, one Gengar, leave space for a Crobat. Don't fill your bench. Don't put down two Gengar. Don't put down all four of your dogs and then go into your next turn because... If you have no resources or if you professors research yourself into four tower and three urns, you're not going to have any any real draw power other than your... Tell me you know, how you feel. Oh. That happened to you? Uh, no! Dude, I played a lot of single strike and its its own weakness is being a single strike deck. So <laughs> there is no harder counter to single strike than its own inconsistency. So... Um, yeah, it's that that would be your your turn one setup for sure. Great ball is great in this because ha, great ball. Um because you play such a high count of pokemon and it does take up a pretty significant amount of your deck. So any at any given time you're going to run into the evolutions of either Gengar or Houndoom or that game saving Crobat that you need. And 
other than that, don't be afraid to pitch away things like your single strike energy. If you have three of them in your first hand with Professor's Research, they are actually no good in your hand. They are better used in your deck. So if you still have Urn of Vitality and you've been able to peer into your deck once before to kind of see what you have, don't be afraid to pitch away your single strike energy. They're not that important to keep in hand if you run four hiding energy as well. So feel free to pitch those. Use them in your Tower of Darkness if you need draw power too, because they're in a Vitality, you're going to go ahead and get those back, and then they become even more useful. Um, That's a really good point. You'll yeah. probably never need to use all four Hound Doom, and I, I'm i not trying to say, oh yeah, play Single Strike Gas all your stuff so I can beat you, but it's a deck that is reliant on you being able to accelerate energy and do damage to yourself. And in this build of Gengar with the Vitality Band, your number one focus is to get three energy stacked on top of Gengar VMAX uh, in the form of your single strike energy, because uh, 250 plus 60 is what, 310? With Vitality Band is 320, and you one hit KO everything Correct. in the format, for the most part, other than like Eternatus and Kaparaja. Um, it's insane how much damage this could potentially do but you also have to remember this is a two-shot meta so fear and panic for one turn gmax swallow up make sure you're knocking something out that leaves you uh an opportunity to hit something that's um either less than 60 hp the following turn because if you get rid of the v and v max on the field and everything that's left is houndoom houndor and inteleon then you're going to be doing very little damage with Fear and Panic the next mm-hmm. turn. So just kind of be careful when you use GMAX Swallow-Up because you do put yourself at a disadvantage with not being able to use things like Air Balloon. So you are reliant on Switch. Hiding Energy helps, but you can't retreat twice and still attack in the same turn. So right. uh, that would be my focus if I were to play this version of Gengar. But also, in general, would you say... That having two Hound Dooms out is kind of a good goal. You really shouldn't need three. I feel like that's kind of like the same Rillaboom style. Oh yeah, that. you would you just need to get the two out. But the reason why he said you would like to have three though, just in case if it was like a boss and then knock yeah, you one about that big three. Yeah, because then and then you at least you know you still have your potential two Hound Dooms out there because you're expecting to yep. lose one of them. So yeah, definitely consider not gassing Hound door into the tower though because those are super duper necessary and there is no recovery in this version of single strike gengar that's true no ordinary rods nothing retrieved from the graveyard um my my point too though i feel like this deck works better in a swiss round tournaments than it is a best of three right because like your opponent will now especially what kind of deck they're playing would probably set their bench a little differently in the next round if they lost yeah uh, so like always look look into that unless you're just playing Mew then you know all they're gonna play is Genesex but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three, three three play, uh, down, but including one Mew it's just you body everything yeah so uh, but that's that's good to just think about it when it comes to Swiss rounds and then the top cut like like what are you gonna see in the top cut and then listen be like shit what did Drew say about the meta this week and then you gotta listen to him so yeah that's right. I say good things once upon a time. Uh, <laughs> That's how we roll. Sometimes they're so. Right. So maybe we make that as a good transition into the decks that have already had success and things along the lines of limitless events. Sure. Uh, okay. 
people say, I guess, in the realm of things that are Azul GG flavored. Uh, he won the he he won Excalibur. What was it? Ninety three with Gengar Inteleon, and it's uh, it's a build that I actually like a lot more because you can go pick and choose the things that you need at any given time with things like Sobble, Tree's Island, and Teleon. Uh, it's not new news. It definitely makes you an easy target for things like Jolteon. But uh, you've got your four line of Gengar V, three line of Gengar V Max, four Sobble, four Drizile, two quick shooting Inteleon, V, uh, not Vs, two quick shooting Inteleon rapid strikes, and then one shady dealings Inteleon, two Houndour still, and two Houndoom. So in this deck at face, you're already like, okay, my main accelerator is not my Houndoom Houndour line. It's hand hand attach, fear and panic, clean up math with things like Inteleon Rapid Strike, which acts as your better vitality band in this form of the deck. For sure. Which is pretty which it's is pretty true. neat. So fear and panic is basically where you're you're getting most of your, your KOs and all your damage done here. And we'll move into the supporter line and you'll kinda understand why fear and panic is gonna be important. Uh, four Marnie, four research, three boss, one Cheryl. And that's the big reason why Houndoom or Houndoom is in this deck, because you can accelerate one energy after using Cheryl and healing your big tanky Gengar VMAX, and then hand attach one and get back into doing sixty times the amount of um Mew Genesect and or and mm-hmm. all that fun stuff that's on the bench right now. <clears throat> four level ball, four evolution incense, four quick ball, one energy search, uh, one scoop up net, so you can keep reusing your um, Inteleon line. You have the Air of Vitality, the Scroll of Scorn, which is huge because for one single attachment, you're able to do damage equal to the amount of damage that's on you, uh, plus 10. And one air balloon, not very useful for Gengar, but I would assume it would turn your Inteleons, your Houndoom, into pivot cards. Uh, four single strike energy, three basic dark energy, and two hiding energy for that retreat in the effect in the event that you need to find a way to get GMAX swallow up used in back to back turns. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, I I could also see why Azul favored one over the other um, when he especially in the video was talking about where the Italians tend to be kind of well, I mean, with Jolteon but Jolteon's not as high up as it was <coughs> when he played this deck because that was um, a few weeks ago by now right like when he won the Excalibur with it this right? was just last week this was last week it felt like a lifetime ago it's very right. busy yeah um, <laughs> but yeah no it, it it's cool and of course anything in today's meta, if you're running a Teleon, it's because you're grabbing what you need. Um, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yep. But uh, as I learned from the deck Aaron played with Mike, is uh, the multiple involving because you're trying to get Hound Dooms and then um, Italians out can also be a problem. But I understand you're not trying to use Hound Dooms as the acceleration. It's like the nice backup situation. So, right. yeah. Which which is neat. You you're rarely gonna see the baby rapid strike and the baby single strike Pokemon in the same deck, but it works because Inteleon's just that pliable. Yeah. Aaron, any thoughts? Um, I mean, I think it's kind of I like this deck. I'm I 
I stray away from the Intelli online just because it's so very meta, I guess, in a, case, in, in a sense. So I'm, I'm more of a fan of the, the Turbo than this one just for the, the sake of it being different, mm-hmm. I guess. I do see the playability in this deck, though, with, you know, the energy search to grab that dark energy if you need it. Your Houndoom if you need to grab a single strike. Also only playing one Earn of Vitality, but because you're only really attaching two energy the entire time for your Gengar Maxes, you don't necessarily need that full three. So, I mean, and you have the level balls to grab your Sobbles, grab your Houndor if you need it, your Quick Balls for your Gengar Vs, or even one of them. Uh, your Sobble, your, your Houndor, same way. With still a lot of the draw power with your four Marnies and your four Researchers, so you can definitely still toss away in this deck without, as long as you make uh, good plays on it, and you'll be fine. And there's, there's not going to be a lot that's going to stay in your hand very often, I feel like. Right. Uh, one thing that I was kind of, like, iffy about is the not playing the 70 HP Sobbles, because the only Rapid Strike Pokemon in this deck are Sobble and... Inteleon. Uh, mm-hmm. Keep calling, I suppose, would would work to get more Sobbles out, but it would just be that much more of a middle finger to things like Dragapult if you played the 70 HP. Uh, but but other than that, I think it's it obviously saw success. And What's the Frosty Caribou thing? Is that optimal? <laughs> Is it optimal? <laughs> no, I, I mean, it, it, it clearly works, but like, what? Why not stifle the the opposed? the opponent's deck that much more by playing something just 10 HP out of Zigzagoon range. You know, Zig- I know. Zigzagoon right. and Dragapult. I just like range. the artwork, man. I just prefer that. I think I just like <laughs> playing the artwork because yeah. it's just there being there. It's cool. It's really, it's dope. So I, I do also like that this one is kind of immune compared to Turbo. This one's immune to Path of the Peak. That's why it's not playing stadiums as mm-hmm. well. Stadiums are not a concern for it, which I do like as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we'll transition into what is the most common version of Gengar, and that's basically unplugging your bears and plugging in the Gengar. So it runs four Houndour, four Houndoom, three Gengar V, two Gengar V Max, two Umbreon V, two Umbreon V Max, one Crobat, and then one single strike Urshifu V. Uh, I'm just going to jump straight into trainers as well. Four Marnie, four Research, two Boss, because you have the Umbreons to counter that. That, that mm. low count. Uh, you have four Evolution Incense, four Quick Ball, four and a Vitality, two Switch, two Vitality Bands, four Tower of Darkness, four Capture Energy, four Single Strike Energy, and then two Hiding Energy. The first thing I'm going to say about this deck, I understand it took second at the Late Night 15, which is sick. Capture Energy does nothing for Gengar. It needs to be all dark energy, which can be fulfilled by hiding basic dark energy and single strike energy. So you are forced to put this capture energy on things like Houndour, Houndoom, Umbreon, and Crobat and single striker Shifu V. Which is fine, because I know capture energy is super useful to get things set up like your Houndour for next turn, or an Umbreon to potentially mm-hmm. set up a next turn boss. But if Gengar is the only thing on your bench, and someone's playing... Uh, into single strikes weakness, which is eliminating your Houndoom and Houndoom, this energy becomes useless. Like you'll put it on Gengar for nothing but to fulfill a retreat cost at some point in the game. So my initial thought would be that's got to be remedied because there's literally only six energy in this deck that could be used on Gengar Vmax. 
Oh, yeah, it's rough. Yes, also, and also Duraludon will eat this deck alive because it's all special energy. That I've I've run into this deck myself with my, the Rapid Boom, mm-hmm. and I I am like even with Urchin, I am such a fan of when they play an Umbreon down. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, because of their grass weakness, I know it just this deck otherwise is like the other ones. I am actually more afraid of because they're going to be much harder to kill. It's it's you have to get those two hits um, with the chance of being one shot by the Gengar V Max. So. And plus, with heightened energy, it kind of nullifies your your Leafeon V Max in my case, because it has no retreat cost, so which makes it even harder as well. Um, I I can see why I would like. I, I would definitely say the Intellion one would be better than this one, just by looking. This one is just personally. it's literally just removing one set of cards and adding another, and you're literally taking a deck that's already good, and then you're you're downgrading it. Like the the bear is just better with Umbreon. I tend to agree yeah, with I that. Agree. You you are spreading your weaknesses out and eliminating the the Mew issue because you have nothing here that's weak to Psychic other than the one single striker Shivu V, which I'm a hundred percent positive is in here for the counter Gengar V Max and Jolteon. Right. I mean, why not run it the opposite way where you're running your 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 bigger set of Urshifu and running a one set of Gengar. Well, then you're prizing it. And then this is, Potentially, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is, I mean, it's not a Gengar deck, though, obviously, at that point. Yeah. It's just Gengar is your is your backup attacker, potentially. But your backup attacker is Umbreon. Yeah, it's Umbreon. Umbreon has true. such a great there's attack. Really, there's really no point in a Gengar with an Urshifu. But it's the, in, 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 in the other way around. This way I can understand it, but I don't like it. I, so. that that is fair. Yeah, I think I think single strike Rishifu V Umbreon is the optimal way to play single strike archetypes. Exactly because of the dual the dual weakness coverage and how uncommon grass is. I know Leafeon's a very good deck, but it's true. It very but is. it's not played as much. It only makes up forty nine percent of the what is it the it, not not even that it's a. Four point nine percent. Sorry, you got to move the decimal. Yeah, I was going to the... say, and then more than often it's not. It's just Leafeon V being played for acceleration, and yeah, it's set to the side otherwise. Right, and it's if you, if you take the hard L to Leafeon, then and then that only makes up four point nine of the meta share. Then you're 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 copacetic. You're fine. One hundred percent agree on that one. And I say even a Leafeon, if you got three energy on a Leafeon V, it's all it's it's. The person who does that is still going to risk it because it's a flip of a coin if you kill it or not. Since you have to, you do ninety damage, and if you flip ahead, you get sixty more, which is still only three hundred damage, which will not kill a V Max. Correct. No, but it's, yeah. this is a very fun way to play Gengar. Mm-hmm. This is the most autopilot and least brainwork way of playing Gengar. Don't put your capture energy on Gengar if you are going to net deck this list, though. <laughs> Don't do it. Drew told you. <laughs> it, it will not help you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, is there one more or was that it uh, I had my list if anybody wanted to tinker around with it it's yeah, super, yeah, bring it up. super duper left field uh, but uh, real quick I just want to give a sh- shout out to you real quick on it um, Drew Drew had this stuff this deck proxied um, before the set came out he was rocking this and you he, he really liked the idea and he was he's been pretty iffy about the deck so um, it's cool that we're we're able to spend time and get your knowledge where they are today because you you understand Gengar like the back of your hand right now. So appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, 
Thanks, man. I, I yeah. love playing decks that aren't here yet and trying to get a leg up so nothing sneaks up on me. Um, so this is basically Gengar, Path to the Peak. And you'll think, oh, well, there's things with abilities in here. Why would you Why would you run Path to the Peak? Uh, but it's just based on your, your matchups. So we run four Sobble, four Drizile, two Quick Shooting Inteleon, one Shady Dealings Inteleon, three Gengar V, only two Gengar VMAX. We run a 2-2 two, two line of uh, Umbreon V, Umbreon VMAX, one Dino from Darkness Ablaze, and one Hydreigon from Darkness Ablaze. Four Professor's Research, three Marnie, two Boss because I run the Umbreon, one Piers, <laughs> which kind of becomes a boss, and also there's many dark Pokemon in this deck, so that's helpful. Um, mm-hmm. Four Quick Ball, three Level Ball, three Evolution Incense, two Switch, one Rare Candy, one Battle VIP Pass, three Paths of the Peak, eight basic dark energy and three hiding energy the whole point of this deck is umbreon's in here if you're playing against something with fighting you can or cannot put down path to the peak in that specific scenario depending on how much it will help you against things like mew this umbreon with path to the peak down and hydrogon being able to or hydreigon being able to put basic dark energy onto that pokemon at free will is absolutely insane uh, and you take no damage. So you won't be able to proc things like Umbreon V's attack, mm. but you will be able to attack with Umbreon basically your turn two because Inteleon's there specifically to grab Rare Candy and whatever trainer you may need or your potential Pat to the Peak or Battle VIP Pass, although it's not really useful if you grab it with Inteleon, but it can become Quick Ball Fodder, which is neat. Um this is the way I like to play Gengar. It's fun on the ladder. It's not autopilot by any means, but it will steal games because it allows you to make, you know, micro decisions to help with your matchup. You don't even need to use the Dino and Hydreigon if you're just going to use Fear and Panic the whole time. And truth be told, if you're able to get Hydreigon out on turn two, you really don't need to focus on evolving uh, Gengar V at all because. It's uh, its first attack that puts the opponent to sleep will buy you as much time as you need. Thoughts, anybody? Yeah, I, uh, I like the 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 safeguard of uh, not having to involve for a three prizer when you can be safe and attack with a second prizer. Um, I always I always like the the balance between both things because it always gives you a level up and or like a leg up in some situations because you could be like well. I don't need to do this to get you an extra prize. I could just keep it, put you to sleep, and then uh, try to flip heads, man. I love playing the flip game. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Aaron, any thoughts? So looking, yeah. So looking at it, um, I with the, I can't, I can't tell if uh, Hydreigon is a stage two or a stage. It's one. a stage two. So it it needs right, so that's what you it needs the rare candy, candy to get to that stage, and Hydreigon has the Dark Squall ability, which means I can attach as many Dark Energy from my hand to any of my Pokemon during my turn. He's got okay. a big old smile on his face. He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> I like that." <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like the idea of having the Umbreon with the Pack of the Peace as a an option. Though not necessarily needed, and it can be used as a, th- a throwaway potentially if you're planning on using your Umbreons. They can also be used in, a, in some sense to try to shut down your opponent's stadiums themselves. 
There is, I feel like, if it wasn't for the Sobble and some of that, you have less draw power than some of the other ones. But because of the Sobble, the, the, the Shady Dealings line, you, you still have to grab what you need. So, and then with the Battle Pass, I don't see a way to really easily get that on turn one. So that's just kind of a, just a, a luck of the draw. Yeah, as it it's kind of just if you get lucky because there's a lot to set up. If you can get Sobble, Dino, Gengar, potentially an Umbreon down, that will get you one right. step closer. I mean, I don't see really anything to say it's a straight dark deck in this case. So that could hurt you versus your, your Urshifu decks. Though you have the Umbreon to cover for that as well because you're not weak. It's weak to grass, which, as you said, is only 4.9% of the meta right now. So it's not that big of a concern. Mm. <coughs> so you start seeing Aaron right. all the time on the on the ladder. God damn it, Aaron. <laughs> well, then I put, I put Gengar down. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to stream snipe Drew from now on. That's all he's going to play against is me nonstop. I'm going to be in Discord with them. So I, you know, time it out. Figure out how what this delay is and everything. <laughs> You're mine now. Right. You're mine. Oh. Oh. And then he plays a fire deck the next turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll introduce a Volcanian V to my deck. There it is. <laughs> I like it. Just for me. Thank you. You just run Blaziken. Problem solved. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Too- <laughs> That's good. That's good. Oh, oh God. Um, but yeah, dope. Uh, let us know. Uh, if you guys have any questions, feel free to hit us up on social media or text us at 815-782-0202 for all the fun decisions. Uh, we've really been enjoying this new uh, way of playing decks multiple ways or playing cards in different ways. Um, tends to make the podcast a tad bit longer, but you know, hey, you, you got to poke your dads for a little mm-hmm. bit longer. Yeah. Um, Real quick before we open some packs, uh, there's just been chit chat. Um, I guess maybe you could say 50 50 that people think the meta is really stale because of Fusion Strike. And then uh, like people like me and Cilio's network uh, feel like the meta has never been healthier and it just makes you want to build better decks and finding other ways to beat Mew than, say, Gengar Turbo or some kind of dark deck. Um, Drew, what are what are your thoughts? How, how do you feel about the meta, even especially this past week since you've been playing a lot? You guys like stats? I, I love like, stats. I like no. stats. Stats are I horrible. Like stats. I like what's in my mind this... and what I make up. Okay, so so obviously we have three day, three days left in the week, but this is the first week yep. that anything with the name writer hasn't been in the top ten, and that nice. is directly correlated to why people think this meta is stale. They spent a lot of money to get Ice Rider, well, spent a lot of money to get Shadow Rider, and they spent some money to get Ice Rider up and running, flexed out, ready to compete, and it has stolen a lot of games. Now your top 10 decks are Mew and Umbreon Urshifu, Rapid Strike Urshifu, Suicune, uh, your little other section, which is going to be considered uh, things like the new Galarian Obstacoon, which is super fun to play, uh, Leafeon. Zacian, Jolteon, Gengar, and Inteleon Rapid Strike. This is this is a new format. It's it's the new top ten, and obviously next week, everything that these decks are weak to, with the exception of Umbreon Urshifu, maybe Mew, are are going to be in different locations. And that's not because they're bad decks. It's because more people are going to be playing the counters to them and seeing more success because more total games will be played. And 
I uh, I think that the meta's in a really good state. I just think a lot of people are bummed out that they don't have the money to play the best deck in format right now, which is Mew. They definitely can't go find Umbreon's on shelves because they don't come inside of the League Battle deck. Um, it is disheartening for a lot of players who are don't have a season to look forward to because there isn't a League Cup every weekend and the first regionals in March and that's three months away, so why spend the money now? Uh, it's disheartening for a lot of players, and I completely understand that. And you, you, you have a very good, you know, you're you're in a good place to not spend that money and just kind of experiment and watch from afar. Your feelings are valid, uh, but I don't think that we're in a bad state on how the meta is right now. It's I also it's super duper fun. Dragapult at fourteen, and it's never felt better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know, and it's, people are playing Eternatus again. And people like Zorodad are loving it because Mew has a 50-50 matchup against Eternatus. So it's a different meta. It doesn't mean it's stale. Yeah, and it, I, oh, I, just wanted, I just want to point out, even though we're looking at March for regionals, you should be buying your cards right now. I, I promise you. Um, you don't want to get to a month before the tournament and then people are going to start spiking because people know that in-person play is coming back. So uh, just, a, just a little fair warning. So start building decks now, people. Start having fun. Um, I, or else. I, uh, I, I asked Drew for like some tips about some like deck holders and deck boxes and stuff like that because uh, Shannon wanted to know what I wanted for Christmas, so I just sent her a list that Drew gave me. I was like, I want all this. I want everything that Drew has. <laughs> <laughs> I need all of this. Stuff. I need to be fancy. I need to be able to carry multiple decks around. It's uh, super cool. Um, anyways, Aaron, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, you can go ahead and give your input on it, and I'll go. I'll go last. In the oh, sure, sure. Um, my my input is by far the worst compared to the other two dads because they've played a lot more than I've I've played. I'm sorry, but um, what I what I've enjoyed, especially in the latter, um, I have played a lot of Mew. Of course, I'm going to be playing a lot of Mew. It's just the world. But when um. When I am playing like the ladder stuff, I am running into a lot of different things too, which is really nice. It wasn't like the time uh, prior where it's just like I'm fighting bears left and right, and then and now it's like I still see Jolteons and I still see Leafions. I, I still see you know um, Gengars are popping up more right now, but it, it's cool to even see Zashin still holding up even with the uh, path as strong as it is. It's still in the top ten. Like that's that's crazy. And it, the, those, those decks only survive because of their abilities. So they're they're finding better ways to uh, try to figure out what how this deck works with the meta of Path. And I've, I that's great. Uh, seeing Dragapult at the bottom is kind of nice. Um, I literally probably played Dragapult more than any deck in 2021. So, <laughs> but I personally think it's good. I I really do. I I think I think it's. Like not to take from the Metapod, but it's it's the ever evolving meta. Like it's it's this week is going to be different than next week, mm-hmm. and it's going to be that way until Brilliant Stars comes out, and then maybe people will start getting annoyed because everyone's going to play Arceus, and it's just Arceus and everyone's decks, and you're going to be like, well, it's the same thing as Italian. If it's going to have a good ability, we're all going to use it to an advantage of some kind of thing. So, uh, unless you're me, unless you're Aaron, I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> I just have fun doing the, the odd thing out. 
Um, but, but all fairness, anything else? It, but all, it's just hard to run Italian and Rillaboom at the same time. And Rillaboom, that's very very Rill, true. That'd be yeah. fucking impossible. Rillaboom is just such a really good acceleration for grass, like in general. So you need chickens, right? With Blaziken, yeah. But then, <laughs> but then it's not a grass deck anymore, and then Aaron's sad. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. He, he has uh, his... Actually, I've been I've been looking at it. I've been I've been trying to like, right now with my deck itself. I'm I'm hitting a lot of dead spots, and I'm trying. I gotta make some adjustments. I'm gonna have to get rid of my hammers potentially. Um, no. We'll see how it goes. I'm doing I'm doing some thoughts at the moment. I'm just testing some things out, thinking about some things. I haven't made any changes since I thought about. You it. You should go to discard if um, you add Blaziken. You're like I had to fire everyone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I added the grass chicken. There you go. It's just the the red grass chicken. Right. There yeah. you go. I mean, you could put yeah, grass energy grass. on Blaziken and still make it effective. You can. Yeah. You I'm really could. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just a red grass chicken. But uh, you've been playing a lot, so, too, so how do, you, how do you feel about it? I have run into a lot of weird decks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I have run into ones that are confusing. That uh, I, I mentioned on the Discord in one of the sources, I'm like, I ran into a jump luff deck. I had no idea what the hell was going on with it. I'm like, okay, there's, okay, you got that out. I'm like, okay, no big deal. I'm like, fuck, I can't play Turfield Sim because I don't want to see what he's going to bring out if I do that. And then the jump off is attacks twice per turn, puts down the scroll of skies, and hits me twice for 210. I was like, you son of a bitch. Unreal. Absolutely um, unreal. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, I ended up losing by one prize. It was close. Uh, in terms of the actual, I would say, tournament meta, I think it's pretty healthy right now. I do think we're going to see Mew for a very long time. I feel like it's going to be, in a sense, the ADP that's winning, or the Mew 3 decks. It's going to be here for a while, at least billion stars at a minimum. It's it's There's going to be ways that people are going to find to counter their, this Gengar like counter that's coming up right now, I feel like, in the next coming weeks. Just to try to deal with that in some way, shape, or form. And I think that's part of, like I kind of mentioned, it's part of the evolving meta. The Mew decks are going to adjust and adapt. The Gengar decks are going to adjust. Even the Urshifu, we have that. We have at least a Rock, Paper, Scissors currently available on top decks. In addition to these other potential counters to each one of these decks that isn't revolved in those, I would say, like, in a sense, top three. Yeah, decks. no, that makes sense. And Genesec is weakness to Ice, right? No, fire. No, oh, it's fire? fire. It's oh, it is fire. Oh, it's steel. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we may start seeing Blaziken's tossed into some rapid fire or rapid strike decks. Um, you know, pull out the Sylveons and go with that kind of deck potentially with an Urshifu rapid uh, strike and Blaziken. That also remind me. Is that... Sorry, don't listen to me. I'll, I'll... Cool. The the Zerora from Climax. Uh, I really love that card too. That was a good card. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Blaziken and Zerora, I really feel like that that combo should work. There's no bench protection. And it just it just hasn't. It's it just does, not as consistent. It does work. It's no, just, I know. It's just not. It's not like it's a top. It well it's not well move. enough, man. It's not you doing know, what I want. It's just the the issue is the weaknesses to those yeah. cards are the two best decks in the format. Other than you. <laughs> details, details. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, I, I do think it's a healthy meta. I do think we're going to see some variety on those counters and some evolution to the, the top decks we're seeing right now, too, as well. Dope. And, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I'm sure we wasted enough time uh, talking about this stuff, but good good stuff. And again, like, let us know what we think. Uh, tweet at us. Did I, did I use it right, guys? It, tweet, tweet at us. That's good. 
you, you need to Twitter at us because we're old dudes. <laughs> so you please Twitter at us. Also, it, we didn't waste time. We provided valuable entertainment, and you're all welcome. All right, I, I'll uh, I'll give you that. I'm, <laughs> I'm super super happy for you, dude. Uh, before we open packs, I I just want to uh, quick announcement of stuff that's going on through December. Um, Today, tomorrow, whatever um, is. If you're a Patreon, it's our Pokédad Hangout. Um, I'll be there. Drew will be there. Um, Aaron might be there. And then the um, yeah. So if you're a Patreon member, like I said earlier, two dollars a month gets you in our Discord and able to join our monthly hangouts at Patreon.com/slash/PokédadsTCG. Every little helps. It helps us with gear. It helps us mm-hmm. with soon traveling. If you want, you know, if we're going to regionals, hanging out, saying hi. And, um, yeah, that's, that's super important. December 18th weekend, um, it really depends, but we have the Rillaboom, uh, Rapid Strike tournament. That winner of that will get 40 Fusion Strike packs on courtesy of the intern Drew. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um, time is still, um, we'll figure it out because, uh, we have, it's the holidays. We have holiday parties to go to and also Spider-Man. No Way Home is out that weekend, too, so i got to figure out what I'm doing with my life. But most importantly, I have a phone that can still play Pokemon TCG online <laughs> on my phone, unlike Rick, because I have... An Android? An Android phone. Yeah, that's right? cool, man. Yeah. You can't yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So even if I go over there, I can be like, all right, it's my turn. All right, you're dead. Is that I'm what it is? You're dead because you're the Rillaboom Master? He is the Rillaboom Master. He probably does have the yeah, most I play am. runs at, but, in that deck out of anybody in the world. That is probably pretty That's accurate. That's pretty dope. <laughs> um, as I said earlier, we have the uh, iTunes review thing going on um, to participate. There's 100 packs online and $50 worth of Pokemon product. Um, all you got to do is just like... You're, you're going to see your family and friends at the holidays. Go to every friend that has an iPhone and just be like, yo... Open Steal. your your uh, podcast app. Go to Pokedads. Hit that five star. You don't even have to write a full review. Just hit the five star, and I can see. And then take it from them. Take it, <laughs> and then the no point. So, uh, and then other stuff is going on. As C two E two is next weekend, uh, Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday. Aaron and I will be there, and Drew and Scott will be there in spirit. Uh, come say hi. Yep. We'll have Pokemon product for sale. Uh, courtesy for Collectible Kings, we will have special Pokédad packs uh, for for five dollars. Uh, every pack is guaranteed a hit, and there's um great chance to get shiny Charizard from Champions Path, uh, Rainbow. Uh, sorry, let me do it. Um, hyper, what where, what am I doing wrong here? Ray, hyper rare. Hyper, it's that. What's the rainbow call? What's why am I? Drew, save them. Save them. Those are those are hyper rares. Yeah. Yeah, it is hyper. Yeah. All right, I, uh, I mean, maybe question myself. I question damn it. myself. <laughs> My goodness. Um, so it'd be hyper rare, hyper rare, hyper rare, Pikachu V Max is uh, possible. You could pull one of those in one of the packs. Alt Art Umbreon V. Um, the, the the list the list goes on. There's uh, ten ten really big hits. You chance for just five dollars through the Pokédad packs. Mm-hmm. Only available at C two E two. So you'll be able to do that. And if you just want to say hi and play some games, uh, we will have decks courtesy of the intern Drew. So there'll be full-blown decks. You want to learn how to play? We'll be there and we'll teach. And um, I will be going around. I'm going to do the have random people open Pokemon packs. So I think that would be kind of fun. I'll document that. And if you're not following on 
any of our social media is up, especially make sure you follow on Instagram because I will be filling up that story like mad over the weekend. So uh, just Pokedance TCG. And yeah, uh, next week is our two-year anniversary. Uh, I think we'll be live on Tuesday uh, because Wednesday, Thursday, all that stuff, we have to get ready for C2E2. And we still don't know yet. Uh, we will try to do a live episode at C2E2. It just really depends on the Wi-Fi and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. All right. I'm done rattling. We'll open up some packs. <laughs> um, all right. Turn Rick's camera off now to be safe. All right. Which one do you want? Uh, I'm going to take the... Yeah, the game. Okay. Right. Drew, what would you like? Oh, this would be upside down. Uh, give me the Mew, please. Sweet. All right. I'll take the the happy boy. The best dog. Mm-hmm. Now I turn Rick's camera off for safety's sake because he likes to just show without giving warning. That's how I roll. Unprofessional. Because he's got an iPhone. <laughs> we have Gary, oh, Jacob, Cat, Wood, Cock, Caitlin, Dick, Wood, uh, that Gabriel, Heather, Gabriel, Nine, Marcus. We have this wonderful psychic energy. Look, Pony. Ah, oh, look at the little marshmallow. Oh, so good. Okay, I'm done. No total dial. I'm just saying. <laughs> Cross receiver. Shroomish. Shroomish? Shroomish. Shroomish. Is it Kelf? Kelfki? I have no Kelfki. idea. Okay, good. <laughs> Trubbish. Uh, the cutest card in the set, Toto Dial. <laughs> Phantom reverses Gilgar. And, oh, there we go. There we go. Swamper. Swamper. Oh, there we go. Um, a, it's a pretty hollow. It's a pretty hollow, um, as we've, in our previous episode, um, a fun ability. Too bad it's a stage two Pokemon. So. All right, Aaron. Oh, you know All right. I'm going to go way over here. What's in He's struggling with the pack, everybody. Just to you know, narrate what he's doing there. All right. So we have Upside Down. Sorry. Got it. <laughs> we have Nipples, Zoolander, Cox, Seven, Zebra, Karen, Dick, Richard, My Richard, Queen, Xylophone, Nine. That was pretty good, buddy. Sorry, hold on, camera. Professional. Fire energy. Sorry, red grass energy. Bikini. Electric. Dunsparce. Has this worked out in uh, Salamance at all? Is it working I, out well, do you know? I haven't played Salamance since Fuse the Okay. I don't pay attention to red grass. Deck. Okay. Growlithe. It's colorless, but it's cool, man. Felix. Whatever. <laughs> More Pecco. Hey, uh... Smeargle. Quillfish, a reverse hollow phantom, and a golem. You gotta turn it off. Okay, you fire it. is now known as red grass. That's how we're doing it. Red grass. It's red okay. grass. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> and red grass, purple grass, silver grass. Via bloom. All right, let's go. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh shit! God, God damn, it. damn it! Everybody saw it. Go. Good. They've already all Good seen it. Good to go. Penis. Vagina. Nine. 
Level ball zebra butts two six Xavier zebra. <laughs> I got distracted by all the laughing. So Steel energy. <laughs> Dreadnought. <laughs> Sligu. Shana. Pansage. Wulu. Pancham. Galarian Darumaka. Indeedy. Reverse Hollow Rapid Strike Cloister. And oh my god. Oh shit. Nice. Are you kidding me? Uh, Rick, Rick, what kind of card is it? Hyper Schoolboy. Part two. Rick, what is it? (laughs) (laughs) For those who don't know, Rick pulled one of these already today. (laughs) It's still Scrapper all over again. (laughs) I've I've opened probably like 20-something packs of Fusion Strike. I haven't opened a lot. And um, I got a little excited today when I got these packs. And I was like, I'm going to open one pack for myself. And um, I opened it, and I saw the, I saw the rainbow, and I was getting excited. I was like, "All right, it's gonna be so good." And then I see Schoolboy. Yeah, Hyper Rare is cool. Don't get me wrong, but it's literally an unplayable card. Like you're just like, you're an unplayable. Thanks, card. man. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, I love you. But hey, it's cool that our listeners get a chance to win this card and feel feel <laughs> my. Uh, at least we could have got Schoolgirl. Like that would have been cool. Right. Yeah. Um, Oh, man, that's super exciting. Oh, my God. Anywho. I'm happy yeah. for you. Aaron, what's the uh, question of the week? Uh, the question of the week. I forgot what we said was going to be earlier, so that's Oh, gone. damn. Oh, no, I do okay. remember. What is what is the ca- What was the catchphrase? Or, so, what movie was the catchphrase we were saying, like, the first half of this entire, like, episode? Do you always want to get movies game from? Over. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, I'm going to say, at least can't say the catchphrase. It's yeah. game over, man. <laughs> so that's going to be the question. Yeah. So your chance of the the hyper rare schoolboy and the 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 swamper is where it's at. So it went, you got you got to fluff <laughs> it up. That schoolboy is awesome. It is great. It's all shiny and rainbowy like yeah. and stuff like that. It's completely playable in some deck that Rick has just not figured out what it's used for yet. Do you know what it yet. does? Don't Do let him talk. No, I don't remember okay. what. No, not at all. It doesn't you matter. <laughs> draw draw two cards. <laughs> Okay, that's great. Okay. Right there, boom. It's like almost a hop. If your if your opponent has exactly one, three, or five prize cards remaining, draw two more cards. That is so fucking sexy. I don't see where the problem is here. At all. Three. You kill one V next, boom. Completely playable. This guy. I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that's uh that's pretty good. Um, quarterly tournament. Uh, cards still need to be up there. Things were, I swear to God, once C2E2 is off my plate, uh, things will, you know, I'll be more attention. The Patreon stuff will be, um, all well rounded. Things are up to date. The collectible kings points or, uh, coins, that's the correct thing, will be up to date. And then all Patreon members that are already Patreon members, uh, we make sure that you get those already because you've been here. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, Super, super good. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, uh, deeply appreciate it. Just if you want to see the, 
two seconds and hit that follow button. We appreciate it. It also helped us get over 207% growth because of our listeners. Thank you so much. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, we are trying to get over 100 reviews by the end of the year. Um, last time I checked, we were at 93. Um, deeply appreciate the people that have participated so far this week. Um, it really, really helps. Five stars, uh, five star, five star pets on back. Drop my phone. And... Um, <laughs> And then, like, uh, yeah, new, right? no, no, I haven't got it yet. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's not it's, it's okay. And, um, and anything, if it'll help, any, it'll help, uh, patreon.com slash TCG. Um, well, around of it, just $2 gets you into our Discord and all the fun stuff, all the prizes, the giveaways, the tournaments. Um, it's just there. Two bucks helps us. You get to hang out with other players, uh, other dads, also non dads. You don't have to be a dad. Uh, what, you know, you're an honorary Pokedad in our hearts. Yeah, I, I really look forward to uh, our two-year anniversary. It's, it's been a fun two years. I can't wait for the next two years. It's, a, it's, it's great. And uh, as always, I'm Pokedad Rick. I'm Pokedad Aaron. I'm Pokedad Intern Drew. Hope you guys have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening. Play the meta, play the things, buy Christmas presents, spoil yourself. It's really cool that you're going to Targets right now and there's actually packs. So, you know, you're shopping for everyone else and you did what I did today. I bought one pack and I pulled a hyper rare schoolboy. Twice. Yeah. Twice. (laughs) 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 Uh, So, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Send us off. Pools, we have our red grass. You only listen to four episodes. You, she you is welcome. You probably to four episodes. <laughs> you probably turned it on my Spotify. I do. You know what? you do it through the Alexa. Yeah, because I like to get that free penny. Oh okay. Pokedads was number two <laughs> on my top five podcasts. <gasps> Card, our Doja Cat was my top artist. <laughs> I, think, I think mine was like number three or four. Just you know, I think I logged in at least one to it. Let me, let me pull my Spotify here. The, um, I don't know how to look this shit up. It's all, it's all good. The uh, Lockdown Bulls is my number one podcast. And um, and then number three was uh, Bill Simmons' podcast. Metapod. No, <laughs> Metapod was number four. And then number five was true crime all the time. So.